What is up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of In the Van, the podcast. All right, what is up, everybody? Jacob Johnson here with Oceanic. As you can maybe hear from the background noise, or maybe not, we are currently in our van. Van. While touring around, you find that there is a lot of time spent in the van discussing so many things from stories of the shows the night before, memories sparked by traveling to venues that we've already been to, how we feel about the cities we're visiting, you know, insane interactions with people, good and bad, the inner workings of the music industry as we understand it and as we learn about it, old music that we used to listen to, new artists that we discover, writing sessions that we've been a part of or are going to be a part of. The list goes on. Even life, you know, with a lot of discussions about work-life balance, relationships, and all of that. So hopefully this podcast is going to be just authentic discussions about that. I wanted to start it mainly to just document these discussions for myself, but maybe you guys will be interested in hearing it as well. Each episode will feature me and one of the members of Oceanic in the back of our 15-passenger van. Uh, occasionally I'll interview some other bands, maybe behind the venue, or we also have friends and significant others travel with us. So maybe I'll convince them to make an appearance as well. Oh yeah. So that's what this podcast is going to be like. The first episode, we have Nate here with us. It's me. Yay. (laughs) I'm, I'm very excited about this podcast, mainly because of what you said, as far as like just remembering stuff, because my brain forgets 90% of the things that happen. And I think about that sometimes I get really scared. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really afraid that I'll never think of something that's really important to think about in my childhood or something. Yeah. And that's confusing. Anyway. Gosh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bumping. We're in the middle of the mountains right now around Asheville. Um, where are real, we going? Real van hours. We are going to Nashville, actually, driving through Asheville to get to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we're playing a show tonight at a venue called The End. Pretty excited about it. It should be a bunch of good music because we're playing with our friends in a band called Vo, V-E-A-U-X. Nice. And a couple new acts that I've never heard before, but I've heard great things. Dylan Dunn and Maymay, M-A-E space M-A-E. Nice. This is our, what, our fifth time playing in Nashville? Something like that. Nice. Yeah. So we got some friends there. Excited to see everybody in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I'm How are you feeling about this drive? Drive is nice. It's uh, becoming fall right now. So there's a half the leaves are turning, half are still the same. But it's my favorite time of the year to tour because temperatures are nice for loading in, loading out. The landscape's beautiful. Totally. Feels good in the van. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing pants during this drive, which normally I'm on my shorts grind <laughs> because I know I'll immediately start sweating as soon as we start loading gear in, which might happen still, but whatever. Nice. I feel I feel weird that we're recording a podcast. <laughs> feels feels strange to be doing that. Yeah. I'm not used to that at all. Yeah. So, Same. We've been on like one podcast before together. Uh-huh. Other than that, it's which was unlistenable to me. So, yeah. we'll see how this goes. That's funny. Classic. Cool. Well, for this first episode, I was thinking rather than telling a bunch of small stories yeah. or getting into anything too detailed, I figured we'd go with the main story, which is the origin story of Oceanic. Yes. How it came to be, why, when, where. It rained a lot from the sky, and then there was the sea. The sea. 
<laughs> so, it started, I guess, with uh, Nate and I moving on to the same hall. With our friendship. Yeah, our first year in college, we met. We met uh, on the hall at like a little mixer event thing. I thought he was an awful, awful person. <laughs> no, that's not true. I just thought you were cocky, and then and I same. was way more cocky than you were. <laughs> Also, so we we've talked about it since then, but yeah. and then we were just there was like a a situation where there was ten dudes out in our main common area, like with guitars, which is just kind terrible, kind of crazy. Yeah, when you think about it. And Jacob was like just so good at guitar, even just playing acoustic and like ideas that he was having and like things he was doing. I was like, dang, that's sick. We should do something together. And same to you. It was pretty clear that we were the only ones that actually knew how to do anything with the instrument it was nice. kind of just like wonderwall players which is funny <laughs> because i still like just fake that i know how to play guitar i really don't I'm but just you know music yeah, yeah it was pretty clear yeah we, we were both like kind of songwriters or arrangers or whatever and then in that first week of knowing each other we wrote you yeah because that was a riff that you'd written like forever ago in mm -hmm. high school times yeah Found a little video on your Instagram that is, what, 20 BPM slower than the actual song is now? Yeah, in a little different tone. And then, yeah, I was so bad at chords. I feel like I only learned lead lines, and then I recognized that you were just so good at them. Yeah, and cool, because opposite, I, I still am afraid to play lead guitar. <laughs> I, I never do it, unless if I'm recording myself and can edit it Fair myself. But yeah, we like played it together a little bit. You put some chords over it, and yep. the, the next day you came back with basically half the song written. That was mind blown. That was that was a really fun time. That was a very innocent time. Oh yeah, of the band, which I say that like it was innocent in the way that like we had no expectations, but also we had some pretty long discussions about where we wanted to go with the band, bands we looked up to, and like if we're gonna do it, we want to like do it, do it, go as far as we can, and do as much as we can. And, like we had those those aspirations like from the jump before we had songs, we had aspirations. We had the like. Should we like do this yeah. kind of conversations? Yeah, in the in the stairwell of our dorm yeah. at the time. So cute, so fun. Wearing your your Ruka shirt or whatever. Yeah, you, and you wearing black like and orange. Great, <laughs> my favorite grandma shirt or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> random stuff like that. Just terrible Goodwill shirts. Yeah, we um, didn't have a because there's there's plenty of good Goodwill shirts, <laughs> and, we and I had none of them. No, same. Pretty dark times, dude. We'll probably say that about Bring back how the V-neck. It's here, guys. <laughs> Dude, there were Sperry's. This is a fashion podcast. Troy Sivan wore Sperry's at a recent fashion show. Yeah. And I'm terrified for that. Yeah. I'm terrified for everybody and for that. Uh-oh. We're going boat mode. Boat mode again. Break out the polos. <laughs> All right. So with anyway. you, there was an open mic coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wrote that song, and then we were practicing it in our room. In my dorm at the time, my roommate walked in and was like, oh, guys, a cool song. We're like, oh, really? Like, Because we were having all the discussions of like, I don't know, there's this open mic thing. I don't even know if this song is good or if I care about it. Like, I actually don't think we should play it. And then my roommate came in and was like, whoa, nice. And we're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's yeah. all it took. We were really talking yeah, ourselves out of it because, you know, you don't know if it's good. It's your first song. Like, I yeah. I'd written songs before with other people in high school and like by myself. And I never felt any type of way about them like i don't know sure. I, I never felt like is this good is it bad i just kind of like wrote it and then it existed and i think i, I had on. maybe written like one other good song yeah. or, or a couple that i was like oh these are something and like i enjoy listening like back to it yeah but there were a couple like piano ballads from my high school days or something like that yeah i think um, i remember those you showed yeah me. that 
but yeah, I feel like all we needed was one outside influence that like had never heard any of our backgrounds before. <laughs> and like. then we were like, yes, we will commit our entire lives to this. <laughs> well, the next that, eight years minimum. Well, that that came from when we we did play the open mic and got like really great response to it. Yeah, um, it it did seem kind of different, kind of special, which was so nice. Yeah, really crazy. Yeah, and then we met, or I met Sam in music class. Yeah, we originally had kind of a different bass player for like a show, and then Sam mm-hmm. stepped in and has been with us ever since, which is amazing. Yep, and made made the band so much better because he's, he's, he's our anchor. He's such a good musician. He's also listening to us record this. Yeah, and hopefully he's blushing. Hopefully. He says hi, everyone. He says hi. He's he's driving hey. the van, so he can't really he can't yeah. really do too much. Focus, focus, focus yeah. on it. And then you met. Dan in a cinema class. Yeah, I used to be a film major, which makes no sense because <laughs> all of high school I was the music guy. In college I was also the music guy, but I was there for film, so it was kind of dumb. But yeah. and yeah. for those of you that don't know, Dan is all things creative and visual of Oceanic. Yeah. He's the reason we've gotten probably any opportunity that we have <laughs> because of how we look. Yeah, um, I I feel like that opens a lot of doors when you have like kind of a a brand a little bit, and he's the only way that we would ever have that. And also, he does all of our lights and content at live shows. Like we we yeah. run little tube TVs. You probably know that if you're listening to this. But he's made all that stuff and was the creative director for all of that. And we've talked about it all the time, but it makes us like twice as proud of what we're doing on stage okay. to have like that support and that like world around it. It's so fun. Yeah, and it gives so much encouragement that someone that talented in a different field was like, yeah, let me commit this amount of time and effort yeah, <laughs> to this Just project. as invested in this band as the musicians of the band are. Yeah. That that part always like inspires me and motivates me. It's so cool. Yeah. And then from there we, we just we went on to, to play a bunch of shows all over that college town. Bunch of bunch of local shows. We're talking about Blake, right? Blake Gitterberg. Yeah. yeah, mainly the main reason we were able to play so many shows and the person who got us connected into the music scene and we can't even remember how we met him, but yeah. it is Blake Gitterberg. 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 From Speaker Tree. I never never learned how to say the last name. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> he is he was just like the entire anchor and home to the music scene. Yeah, he really carried the whole thing um, on his broad shoulders. And we've been able to like thank him later on in life. And we've seen yeah. him even like last month we stayed at his house. Yeah. Stayed uh, at his house in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like our whole story at that point. And even later on is that we just found some person that believed in us and put an inordinate amount of time and effort into investing in us in some way or another. Because Blake was incredibly influential for us to be able to play shows and local kids to get excited about us and stuff. And then, you know, those those types of shows that he would get us are like the high that I'm still riding oh, at yeah. this point in being a band because it was so fun and really cool to just have like a couple hundred people that were like stoked about our band. Yeah. That that energy was just so wild. And college students too. It's like, you still have time to be like excited about something. Yeah. It's kind of what it feels like. And it's also such a formative time. Also, the cool thing was he just cultivated a supportive music scene. Yeah. I've heard of like horror stories about like the West coast or specific Northwest being like really competitive to where like bands are literally like actually competing and trying like, they don't like each other. Yeah. Trying to step on each other to get, Ahead. That might be kind of dead now. I don't. I don't know what the Pacific Northwest is like, but I remember like the Christmas show where there was like eight bands and we yeah. played two Christmas songs each. Yeah, and they were all like 
we had the classic rock guy jake ziegler we had us we did uh a justin bieber song and the beatles one yeah um and uh th- there's just like times like that where he brought together all of the musicians in that town yeah and made us all friends and th- that is like totally that was just so huge so fun uh, yeah you'll probably we'll probably get a lot of stories from that era as uh this podcast goes on as more episodes go because it's kind of hard not to talk about yeah and i feel so like much it's notable too that vacation manor kind of paved the way for our type of sound yeah in our in our town and like the first show we just got Jacob. to tennessee Woo! hey we in tennessee welcome yeah. everybody <laughs> out there in podcast land um we our first show that we ever attended together jacob and i was vacation manor and mm-hmm. th- it was the first time that i had ever seen someone like looking at pedal boards and stuff because you were like oh what has he got up there so, yeah. so that was like our first foray into like talking about that stuff and it was it was so fun yeah yeah and that was like also the initial like motivation because i knew about vacation manor before coming to that town i didn't even know they lived there yeah that's cool which is kind of a normal story because they were like that was like right when discover weekly was hitting so i was like oh they're from here Oh, you can be from anywhere, and like, and like, and they're also good guys. We've been we've been able to meet them and know them a little bit. Just saw them last week. Still yeah. killing it, crushing it. Nice. So from there, we decided like, well, I guess we got to release music, and we're not going to do it in a bad way. Hopefully, yeah. So we started a Kickstarter with help of other friends. Yeah, our our friend to highlight at this point, who put in an extreme amount of time <laughs> into the band, it was our friend named Alyssa, and she's still in our lives. She's married to Dan now. Crazy to think about from like those days. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't crazy. thought about them separately. Like, yeah, like yeah, because we knew them at the same time, obviously. Yeah, but like from different areas. Of and life. the first time they met was because of our band. Nice, which is wild. And also, Dan has two band tattoos. Oh, that's true. Of our band, and Alyssa has one. That's crazy. So anyway, get your band tattoos, everyone. Yeah, that's real support. Yeah. So she she did some booking for us early on in life, which yeah. we like. We still like. We really should have dived into booking a little bit earlier. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. she helped us get some shows. She really organized the whole Kickstarter thing. Yeah, she, she was she was really doing the manager thing, and she got us in contact with a professional recording studio in charlotte called gat three gat three she was Level. actually a part of their recording program like school recording school and we came down and we're like the house band yeah for we, a, basically as an example of how to record a band and stuff like for their students we went in and recorded yeah. a you and we had a great time even doing that and then glenn was like hey y'all should come and like actually record sometime and so we showed up there to track and we had one day of studio time and we were prepared to try to track five songs that day, I think it was, <laughs> yep. as not studio musicians at all. Like Very bad musicians. Yeah. You guys are like studio musicians at this point, and I think maybe you could do five songs in a day, but <laughs> I definitely could not. <laughs> we both, we all could not back then. Yeah, sure. and, and so it was a mess. Sam's shaking his head, but whatever. Glenn was like, listen, we can get five demos or two singles that are pretty good. One song. We did one song. Oh, uh, one night. song. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and it ended up that we spread the budget a little bit more to right. be able to do two songs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Did one, whatever. Yeah. One song a day was what he said was reasonable to like have like a good recording that's going to impress people. Yeah. And we're like, thanks for being honest. Let's so, so we played him some demos and he was excited about Party Song. So that was the first song we recorded and then we did You after that. Yep. And those were our first two singles 
And that was it for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> for a long time. That was the, kind of the golden age of Spotify. So those did really well. And we were excited about that. That was another thing that's like, that's the high we've been riding this whole time, yeah. <laughs> um, keeping us going. That really did help out. Yeah. So big shouts to Glenn and Gat3 and Alyssa. Yes. They all collabed on that to get huge, us our first music. Yeah. Huge support. That we're really proud of. So. Very. And then we went back and we recorded an EP and an album in kind of a lumpy order. Yep. But we recorded both those at Gat3 yep. and had a blast doing it. We totally. got Aaron Sterling to play drums. Yeah, that, that was, was an inspiring, good experience. That whole experience was great. We would come down. To, we still lived in Virginia. We'd come down to Charlotte for a few days at a time, stay at Alyssa's house. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, it was full, like, coming of age college era it really was <laughs> and that's ultimately why we moved to charlotte was because we just been there so much and enjoyed it mm-hmm. and it was a bigger city than where we were at so it was like cool yep and that's where we still live nate works at got three pretty yeah. consistently after we made the album there glenn asked like since we were moving there and had talked about that he was like yo would you want to come in and do some work for us and so I go in every now and then and do some production and stuff, and it's it's great. Yeah, and then Sam, Sam and I get hired there on an occasion, which yep. feels just so fun. They yeah. got this coffee machine that, like, <laughs> I'm, like, now nostalgically tied to, like, our album era. Totally. I, like, I drink, like, one, maybe two cups of coffee a day, like, yeah. pretty regularly. Don't really need the caffeine, just love the taste of the stuff that I order. But there, man, that, like, Glenn, the Glenn button with some honey and cinnamon, I have, like, five of them, and I'm shaking. So uh, if you don't get anything else from this podcast, just go to Gat3 Studios and, and drink, drink coffee. the coffee. Just walk in confidently. They won't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about who we've met and love now, and that yeah. is Austin. 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 We met also in the van. Also in the van. Go Check figure. Say hey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> there he is. He's also listening in because that's it's fun. It's fun to listen in. It's fun to be with him. It's fun to hear how good he is. Yeah, Austin is insanely good at the drums and also at being a friend and hanging out and also at making songs just in general, just yeah. music. Been the perfect the perfect little addition. Yeah. And a, a lot of the people that we've played with, it's just like another like big thank you to Joseph and Caleb oh, and yeah. Luke for like just giving up so much time. Absolutely. Just cuz they were like, yeah, we just want to help out. Yeah. So yeah. Can't can't pay a lot as an indie band, which means it means the world when people just hop on and support because they love you and they love your music. That like again, you never really know what your music is to people. Yeah, <laughs> like people can tell you that your friends can tell you that you can see your following online if you have one, but it you never know. But a few things like well, you do. What I'm saying is sometimes you know, and that is when people like these people put actual time of their life into it. Yeah, from like. They haven't been a part of it for seven years. And that is, that's crazy and it's wonderful and it makes my heart full. So thanks, Austin. He yes. blew us a little kiss there. That's nice. That that's really nice. nice. Uh, and also shout out to Matt and shout out to Dan. Oh, yeah. Jumps with us. Dang, we've, we've had a, a few. Yeah, the kit. yeah. We've made them freaking around. Cool. Well, I think that is what we had to talk about. That's about what? caught up with the it's Oceanics. <laughs> that's, our, that's our origin story. Next time we're going to talk about the uh, life and death and the meaning of happiness. So stay tuned. That might that might pop up here and there, but yeah. for real, next episode is going to be a recap and hopefully some fun stories about our show tonight in yes. Nashville. It's always interesting in Nashville. I like to 
see how the crowd interacts because a lot of times it's mainly musicians who just stand there and stare at you and study yeah. you. Yeah. Which is like, it's kind of empowering in a different way because you're like, you just have to get in a different mindset. You can't expect energy. You just got to know about it. Yeah. But sometimes it, there's been one show I think that hasn't really been that way and it felt good. Yeah. So we'll talk about that some more tomorrow. And then we're also, when we leave Nashville tomorrow, we are going to go do something fun and kind of crazy that we've never done before. And I'm excited to talk about that and process it on the way there. Yeah. We're doing that. And we're while we're still in Nashville, we're also doing things that are fun and crazy that we've never done before. So we'll stay tuned. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about tomorrow. Don't change your radio dial to any other <laughs> radio. Gosh. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Edit it out. No, I'm go- I might leave that one in. All right. Well, if you listened, thanks for listening. And we'll be back. Enjoy, enjoy our theme song now. <laughs> See ya.